Hello everyone, it is yours truly, the Mass Menace, aka Arch Clarence Kent, two-time ACW television champion, and your host of this wonderful podcast, and it is Thursday, so you know what that means, yes, another weekly episode of the Teachable Moments podcast. We are back this week to talk about some things uh, wrestling related, so without further ado, let's get into it. You are listening to the Teachable Moments Podcast. Well, hello everyone. Is yours truly the Mass Menace, aka Arch Clarence Kent, two-time ACW television champion and your host of this wonderful podcast you have taken time out of your day to listen to. And it is Thursday, October 27th, and not only does that mean a new weekly episode of the Teachable Moments podcast, but it is also my birthday. Yes, today is my birthday. I turned 36 today. 36. I've been on this earth for 36 years. That is impressive. One being because it's impressive I've lived for 36 years. I think I've went into detail of my past health issues and uh, none of which are stemmed from drug use or anything. It's just I had bad health when I was younger. I'm not going to get back into that. We already discussed in a previous episode. If y'all are new, go back and watch my previous episodes. You'll see what I, you'll know what I'm talking about whenever I say my past health issues. <clears throat> I'm just grateful to be alive. I am. I am 100% grateful to be alive. Now. Enough about me, although, yeah, I am a great person, uh, but enough about me. Now, you're here for what you're, what you come here for every time. Wrestling news, rumors, info, opinions, right? Wrestling opinions. That's why y'all are. legitimately here for wrestling opinions and that's what I'm going to give you my opinion on what's happening in the wrestling world now I haven't I didn't watch WWE I didn't watch any of that I do want to say congratulations to congratulations to the Rock's daughter on making her debut in WWE well done Hard work pays off, always. Now, let's get into different things. Um, There's been a lot of talking. I want to spend a lot of time on this, and then I'll review a little bit of what happened on Dynamite yesterday. But there's been a lot of talk about this backstage altercation that happened between the Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega and CM Punk and A-Steel. Okay. Here it goes. We've been going on for what? About a month, if not more, hearing about this backstage altercation and whose fault was it, whose fault it wasn't. 
Uh, and but we really don't know the true story. We really don't know the whole story, and I don't think we're ever gonna get the whole true story of what happened backstage, because it's like how I was told, how I was, how I've been told before by people close to me. There are three different sides of a story. There's one person's side, the other person's side, and then the truth. All we're getting is CM Punk's side, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's side, and somewhere in between there, there's the truth. Now, all I know is this. <clears throat> Supposedly, Young Bucks go backstage, they kicked open the door, or that's what was told beforehand, before CM Punk's camp went and said... No, they didn't kick the door down. Uh, okay. So, and then it goes into Young Bucks through the first punch. And then it changed to CM Punk through the first punch. Um, so, we don't know what really happened. Now, there's talks that it's back to... The Young Bucks kicked the door open. The door flew open, hit CM Punk's dog in the face, loosened up two of his teeth, and the vet had to remove two of those teeth. Okay. I just wish they'd pick us out of the story and say it. Okay. Because CM Punk's camp has changed their story so many times, it's not even funny. We do know Ace still got fired. Okay. We do know he got fired. The only thing we know that actually 100% legitimately happened was there was an altercation. Ace Steele's wife was in that room, which, in my opinion, she should have never been in the locker room. That's just me. Shouldn't have. Uh, something went down, punches were thrown. And then everybody involved in the fight got fired. Or not fired, got suspended. <clears throat> I know Brandon Cutler got suspended, but now he's back. Uh, I don't know about Christopher Daniels, if he's back or not. And we know he still got fired. But that's all we know so far. <clears throat> now, the thing that is also circulating around is... The rumor that CM Punk could be heading back to WWE. CM Punk heading back to WWE. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that. In my opinion, in my opinion, I don't think CM Punk is going to be heading back to WWE. And, and hear me out. Hear me out. Because I know some people might be like, well, why wouldn't he? Well, I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you, in my opinion on why I don't think he's going back to WWE. There is real life heat between CM Punk and WWE. There also seems to be real life heat between CM Punk and the Young Bucks. And Kenny Omega and so forth and so on, right? So... CM Punk's issues with WWE stems from 
how he was treated in WWE or how he felt he was treated in WWE. That Vince McMahon, and there was a lot that, that's come out about Vince McMahon, so I'm not saying what CM Punk said is a lie. I'm not saying that he uh, made up a story because I could actually see it happening. The whole thing was CM Punk supposedly in for a good amount of time in WWE. His body was banged up. It's the wrestling business that happens. And that he was not fit to go out to the ring. If that's true, they should have not put him out in the ring. But supposedly Vince is like, shoot him up with painkillers uh, and send him out. Tape him up, shoot him up with painkillers, send him out so he can perform. Well, if that's true, then you put your wrestler in danger. You put him in a position where he doesn't need to be put in. That, But this is all coming from CM Punk. <clears throat> he revealed a lot of stuff after getting fired from Vince McMahon. By, by Vince McMahon. On his wedding day, which is brutal. You get suspended, you get fired on your wedding day. That's brutal. And so CM Punk decided to tell things that they probably didn't like him telling in WWE, that WWE as a whole didn't like him telling. So he got blackballed by Vince. We know that CM Punk has real-life heat with Triple H. He's not a fan of Triple H. Triple H is not a fan of him. So that would lead into seven years of CM Punk not wrestling, okay? Not wrestling. He would go on to UFC and train for UFC, and then he lost, like, horribly. <laughs> I mean, talk about someone who had a lackluster run in the UFC. CM Punk had a lackluster run in the UFC, and I'm not trying to diss CM Punk. I'm not trying to insult CM Punk. These are all facts. These are all facts. That's what I'm speaking right now. Now, he had a lackluster run in UFC. He lost all of his matches. And then they took the third match and they made it a no contest and to where he only really lost two. But he lost three. Okay. Point blank. He lost every single one of his matches in the UFC. And then he left the UFC. On a losing record. And then, then, rumblings start popping up in AEW. Rumblings start popping up. CM Punk could be coming back. CM Punk could be coming back. Is he coming back this week? Is he... And it fed this, like, whole movement of bring CM Punk back, right? Bring him in. And then CM Punk came back, okay? To, like, humongous fanfare. Humongous fanfare. And I mean, like, to the point of when his shirt was revealed... People went on to the shop to buy his his shirt, and they broke the store. They broke the AEW shop dot com, 
shopaw.com. They broke that store, and they broke Pro Wrestling Tees store. Uh, okay, that is insane. Shows you how many people bought that shirt. How many people were excited to see CM Punk back? And I mean, it was a fantastic return. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. It's gonna go. It's gonna go down as one of the biggest returns in pro wrestling today. I probably ever. Matter of fact. And then somewhere along the line. I don't know what went on with CM Punk and them. But CM Punk kind of killed his career. I, th I think. I think he's killed his career. But I was talking to a friend. I was Well, I was talking to... I was talking to a friend. And we were basically saying... Talking about CM Punk... And I said, well, he's kind of committed career suicide. And he goes like, well, really, has he? Has he really? Because everybody... Okay, when CM Punk left WWE and left wrestling, a lot of people thought CM Punk was a prick. Okay. And I guess everybody thought maybe CM Punk had changed. But turns out that CM Punk is still a prick. You know that whole saying of you, uh, zebra can't change its stripes, a lion, uh, a cheetah won't, can't change its spots. You can't change your colors, right? A uh, zebra doesn't change its stripes. A cheetah won't change their spots, right? So a lot of stuff like that. A lot of people don't change their ways. Uh, it seems like CM Punk. <clears throat> CM Punk has always been CM Punk. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. CM Punk has always, and I mean always, been an opinionated person. He has always told you what was on his mind. Okay, that can actually be a good thing, and it can also be a bad thing, especially when you are alienating yourself from the locker room and you're becoming known as being toxic. So now, we talk about, well, let me continue about what me and my friend were talking about. He's like, he's going to get paid to set, and my friend's like, he's going to get paid to set at home. He's going to be making money not to come to work. He's there. AEW supposedly essentially would pay him not to come to work. And the reason we are talking about that now is the topic that's going around about AEW could be buying out CM Punk's contract. Which sucks. It does. Because you look at Tony Khan and he brought in CM Punk and he put... He put his money in CM Punk and his faith in CM Punk and he trusted CM Punk to carry AEW up and shoot them up into the stratosphere. And I think Tony Khan's kind of shot himself in the foot because now CM Punk is okay, you're going to buy out my contract and you're going to pay me to stay home. 
Okay, and you're going to pay me in my merchandise sales. That, that's just what you're going to do. And I don't know how much money uh, Tony Khan paid CM Punk to come to WWE. But the whole thing about CM Punk is now he's going to get paid for future appearances he would have made. Okay, and especially if they were going to hold CM Punk up in this status. Like what they can do with Kenny Omega, right? Kenny Omega's been out injured. Uh, he was out injured for like nine months. So AEW can choose to use their clause that's like they extend his contract for those nine months that he was out injured. So, whereas Kenny Omega's contract would be coming up soon, coming to an end soon, it gets extended because those nine months he was out injured. CM Punk, they could basically do the same thing for, uh, with CM Punk. Since he got injured, they extend his contract. They extend his contract for however long that he was injured. And then they also pay him for future appearances he would have made. His merchandise sale. Any merchandise that gets sold on the shop, they have to pay him. That's what happens when you buy out the contract. It all started, it did basically all start with that comment that Hangman Adam Page made about... I don't have to listen to the veterans. I don't listen to them because I don't have to listen to them. And I guess that CM Punk felt insulted or he felt the veterans of the business had been insulted. I don't know. I don't know. So what we were originally talking about, could CM Punk go to WWE? Well, you know, in this business, they we have this saying called never say never in the business, okay? Like, for the longest time, people thought Ultimate Warrior would never get inducted into the Hall of Fame because of his attitude and his self-destructive attitude. And look, he gets inducted, Okay. For the longest time, everybody, nobody thought Goldberg would come back to WWE. Based off of his past experience with WWE, he it left a sour taste in his mouth. Okay, he's like, no, nah, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to come back. And he had left the business, and then it's like, oh, can we get Goldberg back? And Goldberg comes back. Okay. Um. <clears throat> We didn't think we'd see Bret Hart back in WWE because of all of the past experience that Bret had with Vince and how it left a bit of taste in his mouth and the whole Montreal screw job and all that stuff. And we didn't think we'd see Bret Hart back and he came back. And better yet, he came back and he patched things up with Shawn Michaels, who no one ever thought Bret would who who no one ever thought we would ever see. We never thought we would ever see Bret Hart 
patch things up with Shawn Michaels, mainly because Shawn Michaels is a big part of the Montreal Screwjob. So is Triple H. I don't think that's talked a lot about, about how much influence Triple H had in the Montreal Screwjob, supposedly. Supposedly, but we're not going to talk about that a lot. That's that we can save for another episode. But, so, we never thought we'd see Bret Hart back. We never thought we'd see Goldberg back. We never thought we'd see Ultimate Warrior in the Hall of Fame. And we got all of those things. So, never say never, right? Yes, but... I don't know. I just don't think I could see CM Punk going back to WWE. I could be wrong. I could be. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying and trying to preach to you that I know everything about the business, that I know everything that's going to happen. I don't. Okay. I don't know everything. I'm a very intelligible person. I'm a very intelligent person. Someone who has intellect. I like to know knowledge. I consider myself very knowledgeable in certain aspects of wrestling and certain aspects of other things. But I don't know everything. So... Am I sitting here telling you 100% I know that CM Punk isn't coming back to WWE? No, I don't. I'm just saying, based off of the past heat that CM Punk has with WWE and Vince and Triple H, I don't see it happening. I mean, but then why would he want to, right? If AEW, and let's remember this is a big if, this is all stuff being told by other sources that we can neither confirm nor deny. I mean, some people are saying that they're buying out his contract. They could not be buying out his contract. We could see CM Punk show up again and wrestle in AEW. We could. If they can get past what's going on. If. I mean, we could 100% see that, possibly. Uh, but uh, once again, if they if AEW is buying out CM Punk's contract, why would CM Punk want to go back to WWE when he could sit on his couch, watch TV, be with his wife, not get his body thrown around the ring, not get beat up, because remember, he's already suffered in a in the year that he's been with AEW. In the year he's been with AEW, he's suffered multiple injuries already. You have to remember, this guy's forty some years old too. Sam Bunk is forty some years old. He's not getting any younger. He's already broke his foot. He messed up his around his pectoral region, right? Well, kind of similar to what Cody Rhodes did to himself. You haven't seen Cody Rhodes back, and Cody Rhodes is younger than CM Punk. So CM Punk's 40-some years old. 
He's already suffered multiple injuries in his year back in his first year back in pro wrestling. Okay. So we let that sink in, right? CM Punk might be thinking, okay, I came back. I had a great return. I came back so I can make money. Because if you think CM Punk came back just for the fun of wrestling and it wasn't for the money, <laughs> you 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 naive, okay? That's just how you are. He you are naive. <sighs> CM Punk came back for the money, okay? He might say, hey, I came back for all you fans. CM Punk came back for the money, okay? He saw a opportunity to make money, and he made it, okay? He's, his body is getting beat up. Do you think CM Punk would have came back uh, if they said, hey, we'll, we'll pay you $200 for each match? No. No. Oh, this guy came back. Because they offered him, in MJF's terms that he likes to use, stupid amounts of money. Stupid amounts of money. That's that's what CM Funk came back for, okay? Yeah, they paid him a good amount of money to come back, okay? And I can't blame him. If I was his age, in my 40s, And I was contemplating coming back. I wouldn't do it for free. No. I'd be like, okay, y'all going to have to pay me. Okay. Y'all are going to have to pay me so much, a certain amount of money for me to do this. <coughs> because I am no spring chicken. So, yeah, he, he he's going to be getting paid to sit at home. He doesn't have to worry about getting injured. He's going to sit at home and make money off his merchandise. AEW's going to pay him if this buyout of his contract is true. So, yeah, why would he go back to WWE when he could be making money just sitting at home? I mean, isn't this the same reason why we get why people got upset at Vince and WWE when Brock Lesnar was gone for like four months at a time? And he had the title, and you never saw it. And then he'd come back, defend it successfully, and then leave for another four months. Wasn't this why we got upset at WWE? And y'all honestly think Sam Punk's going to come back to WWE? Now, like I said, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, look at Brock. Brock is a hell of a negotiator, right? He's one heck of a negotiator. He makes a lot of money to make sporadic appearances and wrestle and then go home, work on his dairy farm. Yeah. And then come back whenever he's ready and wrestle again. Whenever they need to bring in a draw. So, once again, do I see CM Punk coming back to WWE? No, I don't. But then again, like they say, never say never. Me, if I was in CM Punk's position, if I was in CM Punk's position, 40-some years old, my body's beaten up, I came back last year to amazing fanfare, 
I pro- it proved that the fans still wanted to see me. Fans tune in to watch my matches. Amazing fanfare. I made stupid amounts of money. I'm beat up. I've done it. I came back for a year. I wrestled. And I wrestled a, a schedule for a year that was grueling. At my age, basically. And now... I be, kind of become toxic in the locker room. I I now have a shot at them buying up my contract, and they would basically pay me to stay home. How much money am I going to make stay, to stay home? Yeah, okay. Okay, I may just stay home. Yeah. Watch TV. That's that's what we have to think, take into account. His age. How much money are they going to pay him to stay home? And he's already made himself toxic in the locker room. Nobody wants to work with him. Okay. Boom. Now, could they patch things up and put things aside to for betterment of business? Yeah, they could. Okay. Now, moving on, we're talking about dynamite, right? Last night's dynamite was fantastic. Okay, I love dynamite. I did. It was fantastic. Something did happen at the end, which totally like what? It it was like, huh? It totally got me. So. As we know, they're building up. They they used last night to build up. Last night, AEW Dynamite, they used that to build up to MJF versus John Moxley. Okay. And Stokely Hathaway came out during MJF's promo or his interview, ticked off MJF. He got upset. Uh, and Jeff basically told him, I need John Moxley 110% for full gear. If y'all touch him, if y'all look at so much as look at him, y'all will be fired. So, what do they do? We fast forward. John Moxley facing Penta, and come on, who didn't think John Moxley was going to beat Penta last night? Because he's facing MJF full gear. John Moxley beat Penta. It was a good match, though. It was a fantastic match. John Moxley beat Penta. And then Stokely Hathaway and the firm come out. Well, first... Morrissey comes out, kicks John Moxley in the face. Big guy, man. (laughs) Morrissey, big guy. Kicks John Moxley in the face. The rest of the firm comes out, starts ganging up on him. Stokely Hathaway comes out. And they're just beating up on John Moxley. Okay. The rest of the Blackpool... Well, 
The Blackpool Combat Club tried to come out and help. I guess they did. Was able to at some point. I don't know. I can't remember. It was all blur last night. Eventually, MJF comes out. Right? MJF comes out eventually. He's he's upset. Okay? He finally... And, and he's conflicted. Okay? He, he first comes out. And then he goes back into the back. And then he runs back out. He looks at Stokely Hathaway and he tells him, You're fired. Okay? And then that's in the firm... Proceeded to beat down John. Proceeded to beat down Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And I mean, it was a brutal beatdown, by the way, on both stars. It's interesting. It is because now, I mean, I, I'm going to look at it this way. <clears throat> the fans are loving MJF, right? The fans are loving MJF. I don't know why, but they are. And it seems like they're trying to turn him babyface, right? A lot of people are like, there are some people on Twitter, they're confused because they like to think of MJF as the second coming of Gino Hernandez, right? <clears throat> because he's so good at what he does. Look at Gino Hernandez, okay? He was fantastic at what he did. Okay. He was fantastic. MJF is fantastic at what he does. Gino Hernandez was great on the mic. He was great in the ring. MJF was is great on the mic, and he's great in the ring. Okay? He, he's got it all around. And he likes to call himself a generational talent. And MJF might be right. He might be a generational talent. Gino Hernandez is like a generational talent. And I would, and I think Gen Gino Hernandez would have accomplished more if what happened to Gino Hernandez had not happened to him. But MJF, man, he's doing good, and I mean, fans are cheering him. It seems like they're leaning towards the babyface aspect. But he totally gets took out by the firm. Now, here's what happens. He now no longer has the firm. He doesn't have the pinnacle. He has no one. What this sets up for is MJF now gets to prove he can actually do this on his own. Okay, MJF can now prove, come full gear, that he can beat John Moxley all on his own. I'm interested to see how this goes. I am. I'm super interested to see how this goes. I'm ready. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this match. November the 19th. I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Fantastic. And I love it. They go like... Well, now they go into their, both of them go into their match, not 100%. Guys, the match is until November 19th. 
uh, that'd be a little more believable if and it happened a week before the event. But the event is on November 19th. Unless they've changed it and I'm unaware of it. Either way, that was interesting. That was 100% interesting. I can't wait to see that. I also want to talk about something that happened during last night. They had a vignette of All Elite Wrestling. During All Elite Wrestling. And it's like the Young Bucks... Well, it's like they're using this backstage altercation as a storyline... Uh, okay, I love that they decided to go, okay, let's use this as a storyline. Young Bucks aren't here. Kenny Omega's not here. Uh, Hangman Adam Page is injured. Okay, the Elite have been systematically removed from all Elite wrestling. Right? And it's like they're disintegrating on the vignette. Like the all Elite wrestling logo is disintegrating on the vignette. It's almost like they're saying without the Elite being there, if the Elite wasn't there to begin with, there wouldn't be all Elite wrestling. Okay? Which I'm guessing could be true, but I'm interested in this because it looks like they're actually making it a storyline. And I can't wait to see where they go with this. Could bring them in money. <clears throat> could bring them in money. Depending on which way they go with this, it's going to be interesting. Um, I am very interested. Ah, <laughs> uh, now, now, let's talk about. You know, what? I'm going to do a teachable moment. It's teachable moment time! Yay! The segment that this is all built around. The teachable moment. Hypocrites. And I'm not going to tell you why I chose to do this one. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. See, I've been all nice during this uh, podcast. All nice. During it. Which is like, okay, cool. Now it's time for me to get real. Hypocrites. Does anyone know what a hypocrite is? You don't? Okay, I'm going to help y'all figure that out. This is what this teachable moment's for. I'm going to teach y'all something. Hypocrites is defined... Hypocrite is defined as someone who says one thing and does another hypocrite. Okay, let's say they, let's say in wrestling, they root for you to your face, right? They root to you, they root for you to your face. They touch your hands, they cheer for you. But then when it's all said and done, the show's all said and done, they go out in the public and they go and they ask one of the workers in ACW, in any federation, shall I say, can this guy really be trusted? Can he really be trusted? That is a hypocrite. 
let me newsflash for a lot of people. Newsflash. A lot of people don't like hypocrites. But at the same time, a lot of people that don't like hypocrites also end up becoming hypocrites. Yeah. It's not good to be a hypocrite. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Okay? If you don't like somebody, say you don't like them. Okay? Don't go like, hey, that's great, man. You're awesome. Woo, yeah. And then go out in public and be like, oh, man, I really hate that guy. No, that's being a hypocrite. Don't, uh, uh, if you don't like somebody, go like, hey, you know what? I don't like you. At least it's honesty. Be honest. Don't be a hypocrite. Okay? Yep. Yeah, that is the teachable moment for today. Hypocrite. You learned something. Y'all learned something. Congratulations. That is the teachable moment. We're going to take a short break and then we will be right back. Well, everyone, it looks like the time has come once again to bring another weekly episode of the Teachable Moments podcast to a close. I think today was very educational. I believe it to be. Um, yeah, I think it was good. We had a teachable moment, which I thought was very important to tell. And we talked about my opinion on W on CM Punk returning to WWE. If he, if I thought he was returning to WWE. Uh, so I think we had a good episode. Now we're going to try to be back next week around the same time same schedule uh but before i let you go i want to tell each of y'all where y'all can find me for the new ones at least um on social media on instagram it is the dot masked menace on twitter it is at kent underscore arch on youtube it is masked menace on TikTok, it is at Arch Clarence Kent. And on Facebook, it is always Arch Clarence Kent. Now, we'll try to be back next week. But until then, I'm the Mass Menace, and I'm out.